It's February 2021, and I'm recording this um, in the final day, probably, of a very unexpected and unprecedented weather event in Texas, a winter storm that came through beginning on last Sunday, so it's been almost a solid week. Um... And we had about six days of sub-freezing temperatures. Um, On top of that, there was a lot of precipitation and ice that came along with it that froze and um, caused a lot of damage, caused a lot of damage to the infrastructure of the city and um, and different areas. I mean, everywhere in Texas has been really badly damaged. Um, The power grid went out. Basically, um, there was no power being produced, so uh, parts of the grid went offline, but also there wasn't enough energy on the grid to keep things running. So the power went out, and then the water went out, and I actually still don't have water. Uh, My water went out on Wednesday, and it just hasn't been back on since then, and there doesn't seem to really be a plan for when it's going to be back on. We're just kind of waiting to see if things will thaw out, um, which isn't really much of a plan at all. It's really more just um, waiting to see if nature will fix the problem that she caused. So what do I want to talk about today? I think that uh, in light of everything that's going on here, uh, one thing that's been helpful for me is realizing this, um, there, there's a, there's always a positive and a negative outcome of every event that happens when that event is out of my control. Uh, for example, uh, the, I, I was trying to buy a home recently and um, it's just a very difficult market. There's not a lot of inventory, and it sells very quickly. So you have to be very aggressive. Um, and even if you have a lot of money to to put into the purchase, and you're a very aggressive buyer, um, you you know there's still a chance you're not going to get anything, even after looking for you know like a year or more you might just not find anything because of the amount of demand and and the prices going up. And that was really getting me down for a while because I felt like I had made a mistake by not being able, by not buying something earlier, by not somehow evading this um, condition of the housing market. Um, There that in and, and you know my my inclination was to sort of blame myself for this that i i had sort of dropped the ball that i wasn't um uh savvy enough and uh, had made some bad decisions and um i was inclined to sort of berate myself for that um but looking at it from a more rational standpoint, um, 
there's no way that I could have really predicted what would happen in the housing market. Um, you know, nobody did. Um, if they did, uh, if they had known, they would have all bought houses a year ago or two years ago or five years ago. I mean, no one, no one can guess the future. And things like housing markets, which are partially fueled by a pandemic, which has never happened before in a hundred years or more, um, there's no way to really blame anyone for not being prepared for that. It's an unprecedented, very strange, one-off, random situation. And... Of course, you know, the same can be said for the weather, right? Like, um, the weather is the ultimate example, uh, maybe the best, clearest example of something that is part of nature in this stoic sense that is out of our control um, but has a pretty significant impact on us. Um, you know, the weather can um, destroy your home it could leave you homeless. It could you, it could destroy your job. It could um, kill you. It could damage your health. Uh, and there's really nothing at all that we can do to prevent extreme weather events. Um, you know, of course, like we can always say we well. Uh, if we had done this or that, we could have been more prepared for this. But, you know, when you're talking about a type of weather event that has only happens like once every hundred years, it's not uh, so clear that uh, any person or group of people has made a mistake by not explicitly preparing for that event. Um... You know, it's sort of like you're 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 not able to prepare for um, getting cancer or or having a, some rare disease. Of course, you know you try to take care of your body. Uh, you try to maintain your health as well as you can, but it's ultimately not up to you whether or not you get sick. Um, the incidence of, of health to lifestyle choices and correlations there, uh, even that's not, not a certain thing. There's no clear causal relationship. Um, you know, like my grandmother smoked for like her entire life. She lived to be like into her 90s. And um, I think she did have some kind of lung disease like toward the end of her life, but I mean, she lived a long, full life. It's not like she, you know, died when she was in her 60s because she decided she wanted to be a smoker. Um, so, and, and of course, then there are people who don't smoke who, just, who die of cancer in their 50s. So there's, there's not like, a, there's no clear um, correlation there. Um, there's not a, a cause and effect uh, of anything you can do or not do to ensure perfect health. 
that's not possible. And it's, it's likewise with um, things like um, housing markets and extreme weather. It's just sort of something that happens to you and um, your, the, the extent of your control is how you decide to respond to it um, and how, what kind of attitude you take toward it. And, you know, maybe like how you decide to plan for the future after that, um, knowing what you know now. Um, yeah, so my point, I guess, aside from my normal sort of stoic shtick about, you know, this is out of my control, is um, another concept that, that this amor fati, this is a stoic concept too, but Nietzsche also brings it up. And I really want to dwell on Amor Fati for a minute because Amor Fati is this idea that love, whatever happens, whatever happens is correct. It is the best thing that could have happened. Um, I, I happen to think that this, this could turn into fatalism if you are thinking of it in the wrong way. I think it's not literally true that um, we are fated to whatever happens to us and there's, no, um, there's nothing we could do or could have done to influence our fate. That's fatalism. I don't like that. I don't believe that this is literally true. But I think that Amor Fati allows us to escape from regret and it gives us a def- defense against the indifference that will assail us. It, it's a defense against nature. Um, nature is a capricious and, and random uh, force. And in my case, if I had bought a home, if I had purchased like an older home, um, possibly even a newer home before the Texas storm that came through just now and in the last week has reduced the city to a, uh, a terrible state where many people don't have power and um, I don't have any water. I have no running water at all in my apartment. Um, imagine if I owned a home during that and my home would very likely have had some kind of issues with plumbing, um, especially if I had bought the older home that I was looking at that did have issues with plumbing. It had very old plumbing. I don't think it would have survived. I think it would have burst and I think the whole place would have flooded. There'd be all kinds of damage. Um, I think I sort of lucked out in a sense by not buying anything. And um, it has allowed me the safety that I enjoy now of knowing that I don't own any property in this state. None of this is my problem. Um, When the smoke clears and everything is back working again, then I could buy a home. And so I got to skip the most frightening and risky time 
to own property in the state of Texas um, just by sheer luck. And it was luck that I thought was bad luck before. And so this is what I, I am embracing with Amor Fati is that you never know when something happens or doesn't happen. You never know if it's better or worse than the alternative. It's simply impossible to know because um, only if you had some kind of omniscient view of all possible outcomes in reality and you could see you know, branching possibilities and say, aha, that's the best route to go. There's no way to know if that would be the best way to go. Um, we just don't have the perspective of an omniscient God to look at our lives and say, this is what I should have had. My life would be better if I had had this instead of the thing I have now. So since we can't know that, why not just accept what we have? And why not just accept whatever comes our way? And not only accept it, but embrace that as, this is my fate. I am going to embrace my fate. I'm going to accept it. And uh, I'm going to do the best I can to choose the right path forward from here. Um, it's, you know, it, it's not the same as fatalism because I'm not saying that my choices don't matter or that I shouldn't um, even try making choices, that I should just give up and let whatever happens happen. I think it is important to make decisions and try to uh, realize what choices we do have in life and particularly how we decide to behave, what we start decide to believe and um, how we conduct ourselves. Uh, but we do not know uh, when it comes to... It, it may be best that we don't get what we want. It, it may be better that uh, things don't go our way because there might be a better outcome in the end from us not getting what we want than from life going exactly the way we wanted it to. So it's just something to think about that there's, it's very difficult for us mere mortals to weigh the value of one choice or another. It's, it's, very, it's almost impossible for us to really know which is better. Of course, you could say like getting your dream job and um, meeting your, the, the love of your life and getting married is uh, the, the best possible outcome. Uh, but you don't know that. It could be that you get into your dream job and, um, you know, maybe you end up um, moving somewhere and losing touch with your family and friends and then later in life regretting that you didn't get to spend more time with them. And you would have been lucky if you had gotten rejected from that dream job. Um, and, you know, you may feel very fortunate that you met the uh, person that you are dating right now. And you may be very happy with them and very feel very fortunate that uh, this person came into your life. Um, but you may discover five or six years down the line that 
they are uh, lying to you and that they are cheating on you. Um, and it, it may end up being that you end up regretting um, marrying this person or, or being committed to this person. Uh, you may wish that you had never met them at all. Um, and it, it, it could be the other way around. Um, there's simply no way to know what is the best outcome. So the best thing for us to do is to just love whatever happens and accept it. Um, and I guess that's all I really have to say. <laughs>